Good morning. Uh, welcome to the very first Coffee with a Commissioner podcast. See, and I've even invented a name this morning before you got here, Joe. <laughs> so, uh, my name is Steve Turner. I am Cleveland's Police and Crime Commissioner. Um, and I am responsible for setting the strategy and direction of Cleveland Police uh, to ensure it's an efficient and effective police force. But more importantly, I am the voice of Cleveland Public within Cleveland Police. Um, and we also look to commission dozens of services across the area. And we work with victims. We work with third party organisations, third sector organisations, I should say. Um, and we work on things like education and diversionary products as well. So with these podcasts, what I'm going to look to do is um, invite interesting and exciting people along to the podcast uh, to see some of the work we do over and above what people would class as normal policing. And I'm very pleased to say our first guest, our very first guest on the Coffee with the Commissioner podcast is a gentleman by the name of Joe Clarkson, and he's from Clean Slate Solutions. Good morning, Joe. Good morning. Nice to meet you properly, Steve. And Cheers you. for the invite. And thank you for coming along. And are you excited to be my first guest? Of course, yeah. You've just built us up massively, so yeah. Uh, I have. So no pressure <laughs> at all. Um, felt. Tell Before we touch on Clean Slate, Joe, tell us a little bit about yourself. Are you a local lad? So I'm actually from Newcastle, so northeast, let's say. Um, but I, my, all my work is down in Teesside in North Yorkshire. So, yeah, it's. Uh, I think we'll come on to it more why it's ideal for the, my life. But um, yeah, it's it's a good fit for me, definitely. And what about your background then? School, college, university? Yeah, so I was did all. I was say um, mad, loved me football, sport, obsessed completely as a kid. That was much higher up the priority than school. I'm assuming you were a Mags fan. Uh, assuming correctly. Red and white. <laughs> Sun and fan uh, for the sins, let's say. Um, but yeah, school was good. I was um, average, probably should have done better. But um, I think that was just the inner bloke and sport obsessed and things just took over a little bit. And yeah, just school did well though. Yeah, got a job early on. Um, worked in finance accountancy um yeah so that was that was the start of things let's say all right so b- before we get on to that mm-hmm. on to that do you, do you want to tell us a little bit about what clean slate solutions is and yeah. what they do yeah so we're a uh, charitable organization we started in 2019 um we work with people with a past conviction with the idea being to get them back into employment helps our local society um, reduces reoffending rates um and we just believe there's a lot of people out there seeking that all-important second chance. Um, if we don't provide them a second chance, then what is the other option? Um, so, yeah, we're a big, we're very lucky. Um, we're not stat-driven. Um, we are person-centred completely. Um, bespoke journeys for each individual. Once they get to me, which is the final stage of the clean slate journey, their only barrier to employment should be a past conviction. And and how did Clean Slate come about then? What who founded it? What so when, how has it been going? Gentleman, a friend called Richard Bryce, um, who was from this area. Um, he was unfortunately in prison himself um, back in 2017, 2018, um, and ultimately just seen some potential. Um, I think he's quite honest in the fact that once he was he had this idea in prison, seen some capable men in there, and thought he would start this organisation and worst case scenario should also have, if it doesn't come to plan, he's found himself a job. That was <laughs> his uh, backup plan. But 
ultimately we're still here in 2023 and it's, it's going from strength to strength. So, Yeah, and I've met Richard. You know, mm-hmm. he's, he's quite open about his background. Yeah. In fact, um, funny story, the, f- the very first time I met Richard, I was actually out um, shopping with my wife and mother-in-law mm-hmm. at the time up at Dalton Park. College, yeah. And I got this tap on the shoulder. It's like, excuse me, can I, can I talk to you? Like, oh, okay. I'd only been elected about six weeks, something like that. And it was really strange. I hadn't got used to the people coming up to me in the streets at that mm-hmm. point. And he just gave me his card and said, I'd love to chat. I'd love to work with you and explain what he did. And it was completely new to me. Mm-hmm. So just some random stranger yeah. in the middle of a shopping centre on the outskirts of uh, outskirts of Durham and just approached me and gave me his card and said, we need to chat. So, yeah, he's not he's not backward in coming forward, which no, is, no, so I can understand. Not, definitely not. Um, um, so, so that was back in 2018, 2019, you said that? Yeah, 2019 is when the charity started on yeah. its own legs. And when did yeah. you join? Uh, start of 21, so two years nearly to the day, to be honest, yeah. yeah. And what's your role within the, within the organisation? So, not a man for titles, but it's... I think it's head of employer engagement. So that's that's a pretty impressive title for fancy, a man that's yeah, not definitely. that's not proud of titles. Uh, it was given to us, let's say. <laughs> um, but essentially, it's it's trying to break down some employers' doors to change a bit of stigma. Uh, I go on to tell my story, other people's stories, and just to try and get the once people are ticking, yes, I have a conviction, they are going into the the no pile yep. without being considered for what skills they have in relation to what job they're applying for. I just want them to be treated in a, if they can oversee the crime, and we're very transparent. Everybody goes to an interview that we work with, with the employer known. Yeah. Everything about the past, warts and all, all checked, verified with, you know, prisons, probation service. Um, So they're not set up to an interview to have that awkward conversation. And it's also, it's hard for the employer as well. It's not a nice conversation. No one enjoys it. I don't think anyone enjoys an interview. Yeah, full stop. So the idea of bringing up a, a horrible period of life and normally not nice things isn't nice for anybody in that room, I would say. So, yeah, I go out there trying to get us some roots into employers uh, for a wide range of roles, wide range of jobs um, across Teesside and North Yorkshire as well. So you, you you touched a little bit on on your story there. Would you would you mind sharing your story? Yeah, with us? Of course. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I had a. I've always struggled with gambling as a problem, um, addiction problem. I'm not sure the correct terminology, let's say, but it it beat me, let's say. Um, back to the sixth form college days, it was it was it had a few stabs at us, let's say, and crippled my finances, credit file, my family's. Um, it, when I left sixth form, I got a a job, an apprentice, started off at the bottom as admin. Worked my way up to financial controller, had a good work ethic. Believe I was very good at my job. Um, however, I started to, I'd got payday loan companies. I'd, I was up to my eyes in debt, let's say. Owed some interesting people, some big sums of money. Um, and ultimately I was in charge of the finance of a very small family-run company. Um, people that I still love to the day father-like figures, best friend, and I was in charge of paying out. So, um, yeah, I was, instead of paying suppliers, I was paying myself. Started off postage stamps. That was the first thing I stole and sold on. So very bottom scale, and in the end, the figures ramped up to astronomical figure, which was, yeah, it was 
I didn't realize myself. Um, a few times I had stopped, drew the line and was like, this can't go on anymore. How much is it? How can I get it back into the company without any, without outing myself? And just had to stop counting sometimes and just the denial was just very big, very strong. So correctly, um, ended up in prison. Best thing that happened to us, wife doesn't like us saying it, but it was a... Uh, it was the best thing that happened to us for sure. And I suppose when you when you're in that type of environment, you you've got a lot of time to think and a lot mm-hmm. of time yourself. And Definitely. What what was there a? I mean, obviously you obviously regret what you did. There's there's no Absolutely. there's no getting away from that. And and I'm a big believer in the fact that sometimes good people make bad decisions. Um, but was was there a point when you were in there and you thought I've really got to do something different here or? Did you see it as having to turn yourself around? In you talked about gambling addiction and, mm-hmm. and what you'd done with your family and things like that. So, what was there a particular point, or was that just did that just evolve through the whole process? Yeah, I think the period leading up, there's obviously a lot of that self reflection time and realizing you're not just dragging yourself through it. You can almost you can get your head around that you deserve the punishment, but it's everybody else. I was very lucky. All my family supported us. Um, so yeah, there's that. That was, I'd kind of got my head around it a little bit, like that something needs to change. And but also, it's just words at that point, Steve. It's it's actions that speak, and actions I still got to be doing today to prove that, and that's forever for sure. Um, in terms of in prison, there's nothing like it until you get there for sure. Like you can think you're never going to do it, and, and it is words, but. In, until you feel there's a, there's a certain feeling yeah. for sure, whether it be a, a letter you receive, uh, it can be anything, or just a conversation, seeing your parents come through the visit and drastic searches, let's say. It's not nice to see. Um, I remember my first visit off my mum still in Durham, proper prison, let's say, and they go through a quite a thorough search because obviously, unfortunately, people are smuggling things in that way. And uh, I thought I'd... I thought I'd been told off, let's say enough, and it was it was arm round and supporting time, and uh, I got a I got one of my big and biggest talents off the first visit to say that. Mum's a great for that. We can never uh, go through this again, so yeah, that'll uh, that'll stick with us for a long time, I think, definitely. All right, thank thank you. That that, but, that must be so difficult for you to share that, but I'm I'm really pleased you did. Thank you for that. So really, you, really. you talked about the the clean slate process then. Yeah. So what what does that look like for for somebody coming out of prison? Yeah. So um, we get. We call it referrals, so they can come from different charitable organisations, um, probation service, mental health services, a wide range of different people. Um, we also can essentially be our own referral process in the prison. Uh, briefly touched upon it before, we now work in the prison as a bit of a support. So the process is, obviously, once referral comes in, um, we have a form to make sure they hit our criteria, which is an attitude to want to work. We're not here to try and we haven't got time to try and, you know, look at like fifth, sixth generation unemployed. It's very hard. Yeah. Um, and we are a small team still. Um, we've got to be suitably housed. So not living in a chaotic hostel. We understand, unfortunately, that's part of the process, but we need them in their own, the house, I think, to give them the best chance of sustaining their job. Um, they need to be clean from drugs, completely clean, part of a, recovery journey of some kind and obviously there's different kinds of journeys but they've got to be I have that will and be clean yeah um 
That's it. And a will to work. That's the biggest one. Okay. And is, is there anybody you won't work with? I mean, obviously, attitude plays a, is a key part because yeah. uh, I, I know I read about uh, I recently, I was on LinkedIn the other week and I was reading about a gentleman that had, he'd actually spent the best part of 20 years in jail. So mm. his crime was, was pretty serious and he'd come out and, and was working in a similar type of organization where he mm. was looking to help other people. Um, but he was what you would class as a career hardened criminal. Mm -hmm. uh, and he still managed to turn his life around and he's doing a great job of it. So is there anybody you don't work with or are you pretty open depending on people's attitude? Yeah, so obviously they've got to tick that that criteria. Um, after that, it's the only crime we don't get involved with. Um, and a lot of it's to do with we're not here to provide false hope for people. So... If someone wants to be an astronaut and they haven't got any, then it doesn't. We are very honest with people. Say, look, this isn't lining up. But what about this yeah. career path? Um, so we don't deal with anyone with a past sexual offence, whether that be women, children, or anything. Yeah. Um, terrorism and arsonists. That's yeah. our general criteria, and that's in line with. There's a question, and every time I meet an employer, is there any crimes you wouldn't consider? Because yeah. where. You know, if, if an employer is, if we are lucky enough to work with a big employer and they don't want, let's say it's a warehouse and they don't want anyone with a theft, it makes sense. There's a lot of common sense in these yeah. things as well. And you've got to put yourself through the side of the table and go, would you take that risk as well? Yeah. And yeah. most of the time we agree with yeah. employers as well. Um, if it's unrealistic, we will try and fight it as well. But most of the time it's uh, very common sense, to be honest. Here in the Northeast, we, we've had a real track track record of success with, like you said, with Timpsons, with mm -hmm. Greggs, yeah. um, two big, big Northeast companies yeah. that are, are trailblazing in, mm -hmm. in this type of world, aren't they? And, yeah. and I was chatting to somebody the other day that's been doing some work with Mr. Timpson and, and they're looking to, to encourage more employers yeah. to, to come forward. So And they do a massive amount of work guiding other employers through it as yeah. well. And yeah, and, and I think that, that's where he's going and, and Greggs is the same. Mm -hmm. And these are, these are the types of organisations where... Yeah. People can not just get jobs, but they can build careers for themselves as well, can't they? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think once they know about the past and they've taken you on, it's the same as any job. It soon gets forgotten about. If you're putting in the work, there's the, the world's your oyster completely. It's, it's it's like leaving school again. That's what I compare it to. It's like your first job. You've got to prove yourself again. <laughs> prove yourself. Like you've got that. no back. You've got no track record at all. I must admit, the the work you do, I think, is invaluable. Yeah. Um, because. From a from a policing perspective, I know the size of the prize. If if we cut if we cut reoffending, we massively reduce crime. Mm -hmm. um, and some of some of Craven's worst crimes are committed by people who have committed much smaller crimes along the way. So it stopping people, getting them out of that cycle is is crucial. In some respects, it's it's as important as the policing work we do on the streets on a day to day mm -hmm. basis. So the work you guys do is, is absolutely invaluable. So, and like I said, we're, we're here on my first podcast, so I, mm -hmm. I don't know if you're pitching to 10 people or 10,000 yeah. people. So if if you had a message for, for people and organisations out there, and what would it be? What would you need? What would you like to see more of? Um, I think just to reiterate, the, there's a, there is a stigma out there with people with a conviction. I can say it because I used to hold it. I wouldn't have... I used to hire people... I had this stigma. It would have taken a lot for me. So I appreciate and understand the other side of the desk 100%. So I'm here to break that down. I want to talk to people about it. 
whether they come into the prison, meet the men, meet me, meet Richard, meet the team, get along on a candidate's journey, just meet someone and hear the story of why it happened. And just to try to say the, the human, why it happened, there's normally a reason. There's normally a, a circumstance where you can say how it happened. And I think also just what's the other option? Yeah. If nobody gives them a second chance, then what do we do? And and it is that stigma. It's it's there are too many judgmental people that are, are willing to to stick the boot in because yeah. somebody's made a mistake in their life. Um, conversely, there are a lot of great people out there who want to to give people that opportunity and recognise that people learn from mistakes. We we all grew up learning from our mistakes. Children, yeah. children Definitely. learn from mistakes more than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you, you only touch a sharp object once as a child to realise that you don't go near it again mm-hmm. if, you, if you don't want to get hurt. Um, so, so from that, I think it's great. And there's no, there's no organisation you wouldn't really work with. There's no, I mean, big, we always small anybody. We always go for a tour. I like to be able to explain the job properly. Yeah. So I've been to some very interesting places. Let's say the stigma is with employers as well. We've talked about it briefly before. People don't like to always put the name to it. Yeah. Um, we were a little bit nervous, maybe a year, a year ago. Um, and used to just say, that's fine, we'll totally respect your wishes, and of course we do, but we're now challenging a little bit to say, why? Yeah. You were helping your like local area, society it's, it's a great so thing. much. I, I, th- for, I think for, for employers, it's a big deal. Yeah. I think for them to be able to have this message, this show some corporate responsibility, certainly for the bigger firms mm-hmm. that we, we have here in Teesside, I think it's an excellent message. Yeah. So if if there is a company out there listening to this um, who wants to get involved, how do they get in touch with you? Yes, our website, cleanslatesolutions.org.uk. I'm always harping on, on LinkedIn as well, trying to tell my story, tell the charity story, and tell the next man and woman's story, just to try and if I gain one opportunity every day. Brilliant. But yeah, just, just reach out to have a chat. There's nothing to lose by it at all. Great. Change your life. That's fantastic, Joe. Thank you very much for being my first guest. Thank you very much. Uh, you were you were far less nervous than I was, I'm sure. <laughs> um, that's it. That's the end of the first Coffee with the Commissioner podcast. I've had a fantastic time. Um, learned so much more about Clean Slate Solutions, who I know is a brilliant organisation and does great work um, across the whole of Teesside. And, and I just want to reiterate Joe's message. If you are a business out there, if you are a business owner or you work in a company and you think you can help and you can do some good um, in our communities and, and help these men and women get back on track after after the mistakes they've made and that they want to turn their lives around, then then get in touch with Joe and contact Clean Select Solutions or contact my office if you think there's another avenue you want to explore. Um, we'll always be there. We'll always put you in touch with the right people. Um, hopefully you've enjoyed today really have Uh, yeah no thank you for your time yeah I've enjoyed doing it I'll be back again next month with another guest so thank you very much for your time and we'll see you again soon thank you very much cheers mate cheers